Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is Tom from the Progressive Mind Center, and today I wanted to kind of talk about surviving the quarantine, especially for yourself, but also since you're finding you're quarantined with a spouse or a loved one and possibly even the kids. Now, I had a good friend of mine reach out and say that she had been confronted by uh, community members, uh, neighbors, sort of processing in this and wanting to figure out, you know, some good ways to survive the quarantine. So, you know, I sort of asked around and did some research and put together a simple list so you guys can uh, effectively survive this time. I mean, we've gone through the getting supplies and especially toilet paper and hand sanitizer and we've come uh, to follow the news almost religiously. Um, it, it's just that stress is at its absolute peak uh, for a lot of us and uh, our lives are just in complete upheaval flipped uh, upside down and it's very confusing out there trying to figure out well what's going to happen and uh, how long are we going to have to deal with this and all these unanswered questions you know I'm worried about being infected and then what happens if I were to get infected in my family and just the uh, insurmountable uh, stress of it all. So anyway, let's let's not process that right now because I feel like we've all been processing it way too much. But let's just talk about having to be at home. Uh, and aside from the economic uh, struggles, let's just talk about surviving in peace <laughs> with your families, all right? Well, let's start with yourself first. Uh, here are seven tips that I have for you to successfully survive the quarantine and not go absolutely mad, all right? <laughs> so for yourself, uh, number one, and uh, this sounds like it may suck a little bit, and but it's very, very helpful. Uh, number one is to clean. Uh, clean yourself, engage in your own hygiene, but also clean your surroundings. Uh, you know when your place is an absolute uh, trash heap that you just don't feel well. Remember that feeling when you finally took the day or weekend to clean everything up and everything was fresh and sanitized and laundry was done and the dishes were done? It's a good feeling and you feel really good and you take pride in that. Well, at least I do. So anyway, number one is to clean. Uh, clean yourself and then clean uh, your surroundings. Uh, there's probably a lot of things that you are putting off uh, you know, our work days, uh, there's limited time for ourselves. So uh, we tend to put those things off uh, till the last minute or never really get to like, oh, yeah, I want to do the floors and the baseboards and um, get that mildew out of the shower, you know. Well, now's a good time to do it. And this is the number one thing that would be helpful for you to do, because once everything is clean uh, around you, uh, that automatically reduces a significant amount of stress. And number two, uh, limit electronic use. I know this is uh, um, a challenge because, you know, when there's nothing else to do and you're trapped inside your house, I mean, of course, you have the TV going, you got the iPad or the iPhone going, um, you've got the stereo going, I mean, all these different electronic contraptions, and you're being bombarded by this uh, EMF, so... Uh, I would suggest limiting uh, the use of these electronics. Uh, you know, 
even just staring at your computer screen or your iPad or what have you, um, you get a headache and that just, that increases the stress level and your irritability level. So uh, from time to time, uh, I know it's unavoidable uh, spending time on electronics and watching TV, but uh, at least um, see if you can limit that. Just turn everything off for a little bit. Uh, just see how you feel and, you know, walk around your house, go outside, walk around and uh, get some sunlight. Uh, the sunlight's very healing. Number three, uh, limit your news uh, watching. <laughs> um, I don't know about you, but I feel like there's been a couple days where my wife and I have just had the news on nonstop. And they're not telling you anything new, uh, but you're constantly bum being bombarded by the the crap that's out there um, and the uncertainty and confusion and nothing ever really uh, gives you any sense of peace or solace because it's just all unknown. So limit your news watching um, to at least maybe once per day. If you have to, twice per day, maybe in the morning just to kind of check in and then in the evening time. And I wouldn't spend any more than, you know, 15, 30 minutes tops on this. Uh, I don't think that they're saying anything. Uh, it's it's m more speculation than anything else. <clears throat> and that goes for uh, researching stuff on your uh, computers and uh, devices as well. Twice per day uh, at the most, if you can bring it down to once per day, or not even at all, um, that would be most beneficial. Uh, number four, uh, organize your life. Um, not only the things in your home, uh, sort of organizing things, uh, getting it, you know, to, to be efficient for you, but just your life in general, you know, when you get busy working, there's a lot of different things in your life that you wish you could just sit down, um, and organize, uh, like, uh, your goals, uh, also like your diet, you know, organizing, okay, these are the types of healthy meals that I, I want to eat, that I need to eat and coming up with like a meal plan uh, for the week. And I know that doesn't necessarily work out right now while we're, uh, you know, in stockpile of uh, food and even junk food, you know. Um, but uh, for the future, when this uh, does kind of blow over, um, organizing that out and having, okay, on Mondays I eat these types of meals and, and have that sort of mapped out so that, you know, when you do get back into uh, – the, the, the whatever the usual swing of things is for you, um, you can uh, make a healthy go at it. Uh, and then other things in your life, because, you know, there's a recipe that makes you the best um, version of you possible. And that takes uh, a healthy balance of work and uh, family time um, and time for yourself and a couple other elements that you need. Uh, you know, such as exercise and, um, you know, leisure time and maybe even getting a massage. But um, all those things uh, combine and you need to have a healthy balance of those things. So sort of organize moving forward. Hey, ideally, this is what my schedule would really look like. You know, I have this amount of time that I spend at work, but I also want to make sure I designate certain times uh, of the day where I'm spending time with my family. Uh, also, I'm spending time with myself to do things for myself and to engage in the things uh, that I really enjoy doing um, instead of putting those off and sacrificing those things for um, uh, 
um, to work. Number five, engage in a hobby. There's a lot of things that you like doing or that you wish you could uh, do and you haven't had time to really engage in those things. Um, and this is the time where you can uh, research those things and maybe even uh, start doing those things that maybe you've been putting off, um, you know, uh, building something or doing a model or a puzzle or playing music uh, or, um, or singing or uh, art, you know. Uh, this is the time when you have uh, almost uh, an absorbent amount of time to engage in those things. So turn your electronics off, engage in some kind of hobby. Number six, exercise. Exercise is really key. Uh, moving your body, uh, getting uh, those endorphin release, um, and just feeling good about yourself, you know, uh, when you're sitting at home and you're uh, quarantined and you're spending time online or spending time watching uh, TV, uh, the tendency is to snack and uh, uh, especially unhealthy things, uh, comfort types of food and junk food. And um, uh, there's probably going to be a lot of people that end up putting on a few pounds just by sitting at home. So. I would encourage some sort of exercise and you can research all kinds of things. I mean, there's a number of things you can do just at home uh, using body weight or doing some sort of uh, light resistance, or you may even have that treadmill that's become a clothes uh, rack in one of the spare bedrooms. You know, take the clothes off of it and plug that sucker in and, um, and just walk on it. Uh, definitely engage in some daily exercise moving. And number seven for yourself, this is very important, is finding an outlet for yourself to process all the thoughts and feelings that are occurring during this time. Because if you keep that all in, um, it just tends to increase your irritability and your anxiety and maybe subsequent depression over um, uh, the chaos that is ensuing out there. So uh, finding uh, a person, maybe somebody who's non-judgmental, or maybe even a therapist, uh, therapy can also be done uh, virtually uh, or over the phone now. Um, so there's a number of therapists in your area that uh, are available to talk or to do video sessions where you can have a nice outlet to release uh, everything that's going on and to process through what's happening. So those are some uh, seven helpful things for yourself. Now how about a few things that you can do with your spouse to help you survive the quarantine. Uh, number one I have uh, is to set time uh, to talk with each other. Really just sit down and talk about your life together. Uh, to reminisce a little bit about things that have happened in the past that you've enjoyed. Um, uh, also your current life situation where you guys are at uh, at this particular time. Uh, maybe it was just before the uh, quarantine, you know, uh, occurred, but just, you know, are you happy with where your life is at, the trajectory of your life? And then talking about the future, uh, sort of coming up with some goals. Uh, it's important to realize that in a healthy relationship, um, there is an us and there's a you and a me, and there needs to be a healthy amount of uh, time, uh, a balanced time, uh, and energy devoted to each one of those three things. Uh, I have to be able to spend time with myself, focusing on uh, my own goals, uh, and then also uh, you have to have your time, you know, talking about your spouse. 
to have their own time, um, some autonomy in the relationship. And then there's the living, breathing, us component or the we component where you put uh, a significant amount of time and energy into that. And so you can talk about these things. Um, now, it doesn't have to necessarily be deep uh, talk or philosophical talk. It could be very light and fun-loving. Uh, number two, I have um, for you to do something with each other for each other. Maybe it's like rubbing each other's feet <laughs> or, um, or brushing your wife's hair or uh, just doing something um, for the other person that you wouldn't necessarily normally do or maybe you would do something uh, nice for them, but doing something uh, for them just to... Uh, um, uh, to bond a little bit, uh, uh, to show that you still love them, that you care for them, that you're there for them, and you're willing to uh, do this specifically for them. Uh, number three, I have um, a couple of questions, maybe. Uh, these are sort of conversation starters, um, and you can keep it very light and fun. And I'll just give you a few questions, and you ask your partner, um, and uh, uh, this question and or, you know these questions and then you uh, can kind of see what your answers are so I'll just flip through uh, one of these books that I have conversation starters and I'll give you a few questions and then you can kind of come up with your own uh, see where that lands it might be um, uh, fun and insightful learning about each other let's see here's one what is one event that many people consider entertaining that you personally would have a very difficult time sitting through from beginning to end? What is one event that many people consider entertaining that you personally would have a very difficult time sitting through from beginning to end? Uh, let's see if we can find uh, maybe three of them for you guys. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Here we go. As part of an assignment on the study of human behavior, you have been asked to do a couple of hours of plain and simple people watching. Where do you think would be the best place to go and conduct this entertaining research? I'll read it again. As part of an assignment on the study of human behavior, you have been asked to do a couple of hours of plain and simple people watching. Where do you think would be the best place to go and conduct this entertaining research? That could be kind of exciting. See what answers you come up with. And I'll give you a third one. Let's see. Here we go. If you could give your current job a new title, one that would make your job seem far more exciting or important than it actually is, what would you choose as your new title? Uh, once again, if you could give your current job a new title, one that would make your job seem far more exciting or important than it actually is, what would you choose your new title to be? All right, well, those are just some helpful things to get you started. So engaging in some uh, question and answer uh, period just for some fun. And maybe you can come up with some questions on your own. That would be uh, um, a nice, fun game. And number four, uh, as I mentioned before, for yourself, exercise is of uh, importance. 
So I would encourage some sort of uh, exercise, whether you guys go out for a walk uh, together or you engage in some sort of uh, uh, online uh, class, you know, um, exercise class where maybe it's some body weight or some type of yoga or something, but doing that together. All right, here's uh, help with being quarantined and having kids at home. Uh, it can be very challenging because, uh, you know, kids, depending on their age, uh, may want to be away from you and may feel the uh, effects of being cooped up in the house. But here are uh, four uh, tips um, that can help you uh, survive. Number one, uh, sitting down with your kids and learning about them. Maybe have you... Uh, um, having them teach you about something uh, that's going on in their lives. Maybe they can teach you uh, um, what they're learning in school or, or teach you something that they're interested in or passionate about and use them as the experts. Allow them to kind of uh, teach you even in a classroom type of situation where they're, you know, uh, up in front of you and they're, you know, uh, uh, educating you on a certain uh, subject. Uh, maybe it's even... Um, uh, things that are popular for them, you know, uh, music or um, shows or entertainment or celebrities or something like that. Uh, just kind of getting inside uh, um, their world and understanding what's going on in their world, getting uh, some insight. You know, as adults, we kind of get blinded too. We get so focused on our own lives and dealing with our own stress that we don't realize how much uh, stress our kids are dealing with as well. So, uh, take a little bit of time uh, to engage in their world. Um, shows you care. Number two, <clears throat> engaging in some sort of family uh, project, um, but a family project that they choose, uh, something that they would really like to do. I mean, uh, even if it's as silly as... Uh, um, uh, coming up with your own family uh, dance uh, song or maybe even a play that best represents uh, your life together or your family or, you know, maybe even a, uh, a TikTok dance or something like that, you know, just something silly. Or it could be as intense as you guys actually building like a, a fort together in the living room and then uh, watching a movie together. Just something fun. I mean, this is... An, uh, extraordinary time uh, and extraordinary amount of stress so do something extraordinary uh, come up with something fun uh, for you guys to do um, number three uh, here I have uh, uh, some other questions that maybe you can uh, ask your kids some questions um, I'll give you a few and then you can come up with some on your own and this could be uh, once again a question and answer type of period um, and it can be uh, very insightful and fun. <clears throat> so here we go. Uh, here's a question. Maybe I'll give you three or four. If you could build your home out of any structure or object besides a traditional house, what structure would serve as the framework for your home? Hmm. Let's see. If you could create an all-new piece of equipment for a playground, what would it be? 
if you could rename the street that you live on, what would you name it? If you could see the world figuratively speaking from someone else's point of view, whose view in particular would you like to see? Imagine an absolutely ideal setting that you could step into, a utopia, if you will. This is meant to be a scene so perfect that you would never ever want to leave it. How would you describe your ideal setting? And I'll give you one more. Let's see. <clears throat> All right. If you could take any animal native to a continent other than your own and introduce it into the wild of your own country, what animal would you choose? Uh, assuming that the animal would somehow be able to survive in our part of the world. All right. Just some conversation starters, uh, some fun questions, and I encourage you to come up with your own. And number four for surviving the quarantine with your kids. Uh, once again, exercise is a key uh, for health and wellness. Uh, moving and doing something instead of just sitting around and uh, being on your electronics. So I would encourage you guys to find some sort of exercise that you can do together, whether it's a video online or getting outside and walking or even coming up with some sort of challenge, you know, where each person comes up with a certain uh, doable exercise and uh, a number of sets and reps uh, that the uh, family members all have to uh, complete. And you just sort of pass that around um, that each person has some input and uh, equal value into the uh, exercise subscription, keeping in mind that um, uh, it can't be too ludicrous, <laughs> but engaging in some exercise challenge. So I'll run through these again, surviving the quarantine, just some helpful hint, hints and uh, or tips, and you may come up with some others. And uh, I hope that you enjoyed. So for self, uh, cleaning, two, limiting electronics, three, limiting news, four, organizing your life, five, engaging in a hobby, six, exercise, and seven, finding a way to process or an outlet for your thoughts and feelings. Dealing with a spouse during the quarantine, uh, four, tips, one, set time to talk to each other, Two, do something special for each other. Three, uh, set up some questions uh, for each other. And four, exercise together. Dealing with the kids. Uh, four tips. One, learn about them. Two, engage in a family project. Three, provide each other some questions and uh, entertainment through the answers uh, of those questions. Uh, and number four, um, some exercise challenge. So uh, this is a limited list, uh, just some helpful tips to get you started on surviving the quarantine um, with yourself, with your spouse, and with your children. Hope this helped. Hope you really enjoyed and look forward to uh, more podcasts on many different topics. Thanks again for tuning in. Take care and be safe out there.